Hello everyone and welcome to Treks in Sci-Fi, another edition of your geeky goodness for this week. It is May the 16th, 2010. This is going to be episode number 279. And uh, this week we're going to do something a little special, a little different. Uh, I got together with some friends over Skype on the internet. Isn't everything on the internet these days? <laughs> anyway, we talked all about the upcoming uh, summer movies and a few other topics as well. Uh, things that we're looking forward to, what we think some of the summer blockbusters might be this year, and all of that. So uh, that's about all I need to say before we get started. Uh, I also want to mention one last thing is next weekend, I'm going to be looking back at The Empire Strikes Back. It's its 30th anniversary since it came out in 1980, the summer of 1980. So if you'd like to send in any audio comments about your experiences, maybe the first time you saw The Empire Strikes Back, that would be great. Send those to treksf at gmail.com. But without further ado, on with the summer movie show. All right, hello everyone. This is Rico, and today we're doing. It's been quite a while. I think it's been months at least. Probably wasn't even in a different year, like 2009, since we've had one. But we're going to do a Skype chat today on the podcast and talk about mostly about summer movies, things that we're looking forward to seeing, things maybe that we're not looking forward to seeing. Who knows? You know, talk a little bit about maybe some of the recent things like Iron Man. Uh, but uh, and and a few other topics like uh, Star Trek Online and whatever else comes to mind. So with me today on the Skype line, which hopefully will hold together for us because we've got a little different setup here uh, than I normally use. But anyway, we have uh, Joby, Joby Drone on the forums is with us. Say hello. Uh, hey, Rico and hey, Traction Sci-Fi listeners. Been a, been a long time. What did you say the last time you did one of these, 2007 or something? I think I was on, it was not, wasn't the first Skype call, it was like the second Skype call. Ah, uh, it was so, so. much Younger back then, so much more in, innocent time, such an innocent time. A lot of All water right. under the bridge. Yes, exactly. A lot of uh, a lot of things have happened since then. But and uh, we also have Joe, who's up in Canada. Hi, Joe. Hello, Rico, and hello, everybody. Who is Billy Bob, of course, on the forums, and and has done some guest podcasting for us, and uh, is is always there talking about Star Trek Online, you know, beating the drum. Oh no, no, not really. But yeah, kind of. <laughs> It's a good game, everybody. It is good. It is good. We'll talk about that in a minute. And uh, we have Tim, King King something Linkser, right? I can't say it's... your name now anymore, Tim. You keep changing it on me. <laughs> no, this is the one I'm sticking with. Okay. All right. All right. And, and pronounce it Linkser. for everybody. Let's get the correct pronunciation. Yeah, that's a good King idea. King Isaac Linkser is my full name. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Uh, not senior. Okay. I always and, thought it was senior. And we also have uh, Peter is with us, who is Brompton Boy on the forums, but he's he's a little under the weather. So if he wants to say hello, go ahead, and you can you can make everyone feel bad about how bad you sound. Hi, everybody. I sound like I'm your Sicilian godfather. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, it's gonna be a wow. horse, It's gonna be a horse's head in my bed later. <laughs> 
All right. Well, you, you just you just do most of the listening for us, and if you feel like chiming in, go ahead. But boy, I I I, I hope you feel better soon. So thanks, thanks. Hot uh, well, we've got uh, we got Rich Pete with us. My uh, my in studio guest uh, of the of the couple I've ever had. How you doing, Richard? I'm doing real good. I'm doing hey. good. I uh, haven't been the only person to actually have experienced the. Uh, the rental location, I have to say that, man, that room was really small. So I'm glad you're finding a new place. Yes, it's, uh, well, yeah, I, mean, I was talking before we started the call officially about a little bit about my apartment hunt and everything. But I, I do have for those, you know, I, I'm sure everyone listening to the podcast is so just waiting to hear about it. But uh, I will be moving in about a week, got a new place. It's all good. So I'm pretty happy about that. Is Rick the only person that's seen the road collection of all your, uh, collectibles that you have with you i think so yeah he's the only one that's really had had you know he's in this area in the chicago area so uh yeah he's the only one and i i have nothing here although i i'm really tempted once i get in because i already have known for a while i had to move to this other place but i'm really tempted on my next trip home on like memorial day to bring just a few things lynn keeps telling me that the more i move and the more i bring here that's the more i have to bring back or do whatever with and i'm like well yeah but just a couple things you know a light just, just a just a phaser or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Keep out the riffraff or whatever. And uh, but um, you're lucky, Rico. My wife, would, my wife would love for me to get some of my collectible junk out of the house. <laughs> well, I think she also told me she said something like, you know, if it leaves the house, it it can't ever come back. And I so I, I was a little, I was a little worried about that part. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so maybe I'll bring a few things to the, to the new place. And then we have uh, Mr. Rick Moyer, which no one who listens to the podcast knows who that is, right? <laughs> Who's Greetings. That? Greetings, Earthlings. Yes. Who is this strange man? Yes. Take us to your Rico. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a classic. We need bumper stickers that say that. I, I would love to. That'd be that, awesome. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, maybe I don't I, think it'd be very expensive, and you have an in with a sticker company, don't you? Yes, I do. I have to. Th- I have to. Oh, that, I'm going to write that down right now. So bumper sticker. Good idea. Or maybe like a little those little. Um, I was talking about this these wall hanging things that there's this Star Trek uh, place that I'll be posting something up on the website soon about that. And I'm trying to get a discount code because these things are really cool and they're um, they're a little. They're a little pricey, so hopefully I can get, I can work a discount out with them. All right, so today on the podcast, our main topic is going to be summer movies. Uh, but before we get into that, I want uh, to talk a little bit about Star Trek Online. I frankly, between work and apartment hunting and car shopping, I have not played in, in a very long time. So I, I am going to turn this little bit over to, and I know Richard's been playing. I don't know how much you've been playing recently. Have you been playing a lot, too? <coughs> Uh, I've not been I haven't played probably in about two or three weeks just because of work and stuff like that. But uh, real I'd real world it, things you got to deal with, yeah. Yeah, but I did play it for a good solid probably six weeks. Uh huh. Okay, I, so I, it's, it's really fun. Yeah, and then well, I'll, I'll let you and, and Joe then mainly tell us what what do you think the current state of the game is like, and, and I guess what would you tell people maybe who don't know anything about it, you know, to encourage them to try to play it what what do you think are some of the strong points right now currently of the game joe um well you know like uh i said i think i sent in something a couple weeks back uh yeah yeah to me kind of the the big the big draw of this game is especially if you're a trek fan is is the universe i mean it's it i think they've made it pretty rich 
it, with regard to kind of you know to pull the 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 Warcraft terms out of the Trek lore and uh-huh. you know kind. Of, yeah, you and, think it still has a pretty good Star Trek feel to it, then? Oh, I think absolutely, and I know recently they launched this whole thing with like the Udine Terror Drome. Udine is there. That's like the real name of species eight four seven two. Yeah, right. The that's little kind of, guys from Voyager, the bad guy things. Yes. That, yeah, that, and I know, and and I know they're launching a lot of of new, or they have launched a lot of new content, kind of in the upper levels, where a lot of people were complaining that there wasn't much to do. Yeah, it seemed like these, some, uh, some people fleet. were hitting kind of a wall a little bit. They were kind of a, a, eventually getting to a point where they, they felt like there wasn't a whole lot of really new things to do. Yeah, well, the thing is, once you got to kind of get to Rear Admiral, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I haven't been playing a ton. I kind of alternate between Warcraft and, and Star Trek Online. So the past two weeks I've been playing Warcraft, and uh-huh. uh, I, restart, I started, uh, I originally had a Trill engineering officer, and then I restarted a... Klingon uh, tactical officer because I wanted to fly a little es- escort ship. Now, have they ever have they added in yet the ability? One of the things that kind of disappointed me a little bit about it when I was playing um, was the ability to kind of like walk around your own ship, play around with things, do stuff like that. Has that has that been added in? Is that still coming, or what's the it's deal? Still, it's still coming. They're talking about it a lot, and they're actually bringing up. The point of like where you could actually walk around on your ship and go to like the medical bay and get yourself fixed up and uh-huh, and stuff right. like that. Like you're not going to be it's not going to be like a full ship. There's going to be like places on the ship you can go and there's going to be on ship missions as oh. well. Apparently on so, your you know, own, on your own ship. Like go down to you know engineering and fix this or do this or whatever. Either that or you know like oh the Borg are transporting onto your ship and you have to defend the, your own ship and also transporting onto other ships because at the moment. The, that isn't being done. I think the only thing in space you can really transport onto are our stations. Right. Okay. So, uh, well, yeah. That. So, I'm glad that they're still talking and, and planning on putting that into place. It just was a little, you know, being Star Trek and being. I mean, how many? Gosh, how many Trek episodes? Basically, all they did was walk around the Enter- Enterprise or Voyager or whatever. You know, was whenever whenever shit. they ran out of money. Yeah, and, and there were, you know, and there were still a lot of good episodes that way, and they could still, you can obviously come up with a story or something to do on the ship. Oh yeah, and, I mean, one of my favorite TNG episodes is Disaster. Yeah, right. So, uh, so I, you know, that for me at least, a little bit, since there's so much, you know, the Enterprise or whatever starship, you know, that they're using for the shows is such a big part of it. I, I was a little, frankly, a little disappointed with that aspect that anytime you know you went on into space and the space combat is fun but you know the fact that you weren't actually you know on your bridge at at any point or you know and that was a little different i guess that i then i expected it to be uh when it first came out i'm curious about i'm curious about one thing uh and and hopefully the people that have played it can answer uh i mean this is an mmo right so like a huge huge part of it is playing with other people and uh, making contacts, making friends, and uh, I'm, I know in, in World of Warcraft, which I did play a lot of, uh, I only met like one other person I could really chat track with. So it seems to me like the best thing about this game is that meeting people like everyone that's playing is a Trek fan. So what's the social game like? And are there have you made friends, stuff like that? Um, well, it's been pretty good for me, but that and you know, I, I'm a bit of a maybe a special case because I'm 
in probably the biggest, I think actually at this point it is the biggest World of Warcraft guild in the world, the Leia Yakta Est, on the Earthen Ring server. And uh, a bunch of us... I'm in us, there too, man. I'm in there too, but I... You're I, an AI, yeah, I had no idea. At the level 12, unless they purge, they probably purged me by now. You got three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm off. Anyways, I'm off. Uh, yeah, so I went over and I'm in, uh, I'm in a guild with a bunch of, of my guildies from, from WoW. So, you know, the, I have a, a social aspect there, and actually the, the guild in the game is called Control-Alt-Trek. And it actually centers around a podcast that was started by some of my guildies in Warcraft called Control-Alt-Trek, which you can find at controlaltrek.com, I believe. Interesting podcast. They talk about Star Trek Online. Okay, hey, thanks for talking to us, Joe. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's just about Star Trek Online, Rico. Hey, did Joe just no get disconnected or something? Well, well, <laughs> must be something wrong with your connection, Joe. I don't know what happened, but no, that I didn't realize that those that there were that many guys that uh, you were from from the the WoW Guild that went over and were playing Trek also. So oh, are they do, are they doing the same thing that you are? Are they playing both games basically right now? Definitely. <laughs> Are they? I don't, okay. I, I don't think anyone's left WoW for, for Star Trek Online. See, that was one of my difficulties, at least. You know, I, it just seems like I, I kind of started to feel like I don't really have time to play both. And I'm kind of still enjoying WoW a little bit more than, than Trek Online, at least. So um, it, it's, you know, the idea of playing two MMOs is like, oh, God. You know, it's like. I would right. not recommend doing that. I tried yeah. it once. <laughs> Well, right now it doesn't seem like the Star Trek one is quite as is you know full of content and maybe as as time consuming as WoW can be. You know, at least that's my impression. Hey, Richard, what do, what do you uh, what do you feel like about the uh, Trek Online game? Do you are you going to still continue playing, or or what's your thoughts? Yeah, I continue playing. I like the content. I can really relate back to the various series. You know, what I mean. You know, doing the mission where we had to go through the Guardian of Forever was just, that was just, that was fantastic. So there's so much stuff to do, like I've already destroyed the Doomsday weapon, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff to do. And I, I'm only at, like, a lieutenant commander, so I've got a lot of content left to do. Uh-huh. Um, from, from the social aspect, though, I have a different experience with Joe, because I, I don't have another guild of people from another game who crossed over to play Trek. So for me, it's unfortunately, it's almost more like a single-player game. You know, you can watch the chat and you can join in a little bit, but unless you're in a, a, a fleet that's really involved, you don't really get that chat aspect. So I got friends that, I'm, that are on my list, and when they're on, we can, we can team up and do stuff. But a lot of the missions, probably until you get to captain level, you can pretty much do by yourself. So uh, people who aren't necessarily used to the whole social structure of an MMO can just do their, you know, do their gaming all by themselves and be relatively successful. So, yeah, that's um, always the uh, that's always the big the big challenge for these games. I know it was when I was playing EverQuest even, and and it does and they they handle it pretty well in, in World of Warcraft and still do. But you know, you have to. You almost have to make two games, you know, a game that can be played almost by yourself if you want with very little help and then a game that allows you to group up with with just, you know, a few people in a small group and do things or even with a larger group and do larger things. I mean, it's it's um it's a trick that they've got to pull off 
successfully to be successful to 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 do well with these games now they can't really just say everything you've got to do like for example if they came out with star trek online and said there was basically hardly any content maybe that didn't take four or five of your closest friends you know to help you do i think that would have been a mistake so um so you know they have to have both uh, in there and and allow you to continue because you know you log in you've got your maybe say one night a week you get out and maybe your buddies aren't on that night and then you're kind of stuck if there's nothing you can do so uh is there right, global, I know, go ahead and is there glo- global chat so like Everyone that's playing has a server that they could be on chatting. Like Wow did Wow did it by zone, I think. And trade trade chat in Wow is is global if you're in cities. But uh, in this game, basically, there's there isn't really a concept of multiple servers. You basically log into the game, and it's very heavily instanced. So you know, if I'm on the you know Soul Station around Earth, I'm in Soul Station number thirty-seven, and there's I don't know X amount of people in that instance with me. And those are the ones you can talk to, basically. As that you far as see. I understand it, yes. Right, unless, yeah. yeah. They should definitely open that up because it would be so awesome of a feature to have, like, just a basically a chat room that you can go in at any time where there's hundreds of people talking about whatever, you know. Like, trade chat and WoW certainly got very interesting. I imagine that something like that in a Trek game would be even more interesting. Yeah, trade chat just turns into Chuck Norris and uh, what else What else do they like to bring up in there? Usually politics, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, but yeah. these are all Trek fans. They have, you know, you have, <laughs> oh, uh, well, they're even worse, probably, Frank. A you know. different <laughs> cal- the better caliber of people. Hopefully, Trek Norris. Yeah. My warp core is bigger than your warp core. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, well, that you is- know, I'm glad that they continue with adding things to the game. I mean, I, I, I really plan on, you know, I think the next, you know, you know, in a few months' time, I'll probably revisit it or something like that. It just, it's, lately, it just hasn't been time for me, but I've also been kind of waiting for them to sort of, like, get the game a little more fleshed out, frankly, a little bit. And this is the way it happens with a lot of new games anyway, especially MMOs. They kind of get them out there, and then they kind of, they, they're getting a little feedback for what people want a little for the game and, and what they don't want. I would like to see a little more variety of missions planet-wise too. more visit more planets more of that than than the space stuff for at least for me i just have always been more interested in that uh aspect related to trek than than just go out there and shoot up some orion pirates or whatever but um, right i know another thing they were talking they're going to be adding very shortly in relation to planets is uh is ambient wildlife good so it yeah so it doesn't look like you're walking around this empty Planet. Oh, there's a Mugato. Like, Shoot the Mugato, you know. There should be a mission that, that involves cool. the Mugato. There should. There should. <laughs> Absolutely. And then they can, Rick, you can you can sell them your song and everything. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that could be the that can be playing in the background while you're. While oh you're, no, Captain Kirk got bit. I think we need a Gato. we need a yes. we need a pet class. We need. I want my own Orion slave girl. Oh, yeah, but as we found out in Enterprise, the slave girls are the ones that are doing everything. In the other yeah, they're the ones in charge, yeah. <laughs> or the smart ones, actually. Yeah, well, yeah. at least in Enterprise. But um, Okay with me. We'll, we'll get the curve well, here. <laughs> we'd all be green in Envy. Yeah, oh. oh. And on that note, you, I'll, I'll, ins- I'll, I'll insert the little drum riff there. But <laughs> Well, thanks, thanks for the updates, guys. You know, I still think it's a solid game, and I still I, I hope it continues. I, I, I think they... They maybe could have waited a little longer, but you know it's out there now, so there's no point in even talking about that. But the, uh, I think uh, I think it'll still continue and and to evolve and and, and change and and 
and hopefully they'll have some pretty cool stuff going on and and who knows maybe in a year or so there'll be an expansion and we'll get like you know other things that uh pulling in some of the other stuff from other series even and things uh the only thing that i'm worried about is what i'm gonna do when star wars the old republic comes out Well, then you can play three. You know, they they need to, they need to have you know Sony Online who does EverQuest, uh, and then did the other Star Wars. What was that called? Galaxies, Star Wars Galaxies. You know, they have like about five or six, and most of them aren't played very much. But they have a whole list of MMOs that are in their sort of stable of of it, and then you could play basically one fee and play them all. You know, once you have bought the games, and but I, I can't even imagine playing two, let alone three or four different MMOs. And, and really have the time to do it effectively, you know. So, yeah. What well, is Joe? You can probably. I just have one, you know, one thing to say. Just use the force. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, and you don't even have like kids like me that you can say, "Hey, go play my guy on such and such, uh, uh, whatever for a while." And <laughs> go f- go fish for me. Yeah, go fish exactly. <laughs> go make go go catch fish or stuff. All right. Well, uh, let's shift over to the movie talk now. Incoming, Tony. Come on! On May 7th. We're about to get wet on this ride. Nice. Summer takes off. Iron Man 2. Nice work. Rated PG-13. I think the, you know, there's a, a few of us that have seen uh, the the latest big summer blockbuster that came out, Iron Man 2. Of course, this is the, the follow-up to the big successful movie from a couple of years back. Robert Downey Jr. is back as Tony Stark. All the same, at least the, um, the the main characters that we saw in the first one are all back in this, along with some additional uh, new people, villains. We get to see uh, Mickey Rourke playing a bad guy, playing a big Russian... Um, he's the character of Whiplash, I believe, from the comics. I'm not a huge... No, no, fan. Crimson Dynamo. Is that what he's supposed to be? Is that right? Crimson Dynamo, yeah. On all these posts on some place I was looking, we're all talking about Whiplash then. I don't understand. Well, I'm not an Iron Man expert at all. I've I've only read him when he's been in the Avengers, really. I've never really read his individual uh, uh book at all for Marvel, but Well, but he's anyway, got some pretty amazing whips. That's probably why you thought he was Whiplash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's a pretty good bad guy. I mean, overall, I thought the movie was pretty good. It maybe didn't have maybe as much of the fun factor and the freshness of the first one. But I think that happens sometimes when you have this second movie come out. Uh, it's, you know, that. And then you have, uh, besides uh, Mickey Rourke, you have Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. They're they're trying to, they really try in this movie without giving too much away. They're trying to set up the whole Avengers thing. Because we see a little bit more also of uh, Samuel Jackson as uh, Nick Fury. As fantastic a, in this. As the, as the leader. Isn't he cool? I mean, he's just... Uh, when, when Samuel Jackson comes on, on screen and in this movie, it just sort of, like, comes up a notch or two. He just, like... I don't know what it is. He, with him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. especially together, I hope they both... I, I hope they get Robert Downey to do the uh, Avengers movie, too. They There was stuff oh, they, that they I, sort I, of said in this movie that made it sound like, well, maybe they won't. You know, I don't know, but... I think he's definitely on tap to be in it. I mean, yeah, I think so. I hope so. But uh, I, I, what did you think overall, Joby? Then what did you think about this one versus like the first? I, 
I loved it. I had a great time. I actually saw it just last night. I, I saw uh, an 11.15 show. It was like there was nobody in the audience that I was really surprised. It was a Friday night in Philadelphia in a huge theater, and there's maybe like eight people. Now, there was a huge hockey game last night, so I think the Flyers uh, pulled it uh, out. Okay. So I think most of Philadelphia was glued to their TV sets watching the hockey game or out at the bars. But uh, So I saw it last night, and I thought it was fantastic. What, what I liked most about it was what I liked most about the first one was the humor. Like, it really doesn't take itself seriously. Robert Downey Jr. just has the, the, the best uh, ability to be kind of self-deprecating and, and funny at the same time. And he's just yeah. uh, not too cocky that he's annoying, but he's got that self-assuredness. You know, he's just perfect. And uh, so I love the, 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 the little humorous aspects which there's a lot of in this movie. Yeah, I like. And, I want his lab. You know, I want his lab and his computer setup and everything. That 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 is like one of the coolest parts, and it's sort of like you saw in the first movie, but it's probably even up a notch or two for this one. But just you know, I, the way he manipulates all those screens and all that stuff, it's just a lot of fun to watch. Dude, I want that mobile. I want that mobile suit. That's oh, in the briefcase. Right, the briefcase one. Yeah, did you yeah, see it, Richard, was... or are you just going from the, the stuff, the clips online? Oh, it... no, no. I saw it opening day. In fact, we took, like, ten kids from our church youth group. Oh, okay. All descended on the theater. It was it was excellent. They had a good time then? They liked it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then at the end, when the credits started, all these people started standing up, and there was a guy standing next to me, and I'm like, oh, you know there's stuff after the credits, right? Uh-huh. And I swear... The, the word went out, and everybody in the theater sat back down. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this not surprise me that you would go on opening night with a bunch of kids from the youth group? That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that the uh, did um, so did they did they like all the how old were the kids that went with you? Did they like they like it pretty good? Then they were laughing and stuff. I was a little disappointed because I just saw it a couple of days ago in in like you said, Joby, in a theater with not that many people. And I mean, I was oh. laughing and kind of cheering here and there, but I was like the only one. I felt a little weird. <laughs> but, I hope it's not a trend because there's a there's not a, a huge. I know we're going to talk more about what's coming out uh, later in the summer. But there's not a lot of huge movies. I hope it's not a trend that uh, you know people going out to the movies is going way down this year. It wasn't three D. I don't know. When I went, it was it was full, it was packed, and uh, the kids I went with—they're all middle schoolers. Girls and guys, and they all loved it. The girls loved it just as much as the guys did. You uh-huh. know, the girls, they're all into the relationship between Pepper and, you know, and, and Tony. So that was, they got their little relationship fix. But they, they liked the whole <laughs> too. So it was all good. You know, one thing that kind of disappointed me, and I don't remember, I, I think I wrote this someplace else, not on our forum, but... There's a scene in the trailer. I think it was one of the trailers, the first part of the trailer. They're in the airplane. Uh, Gwent Paltrow's there. She's there. He's about to jump out, and she says, "You know, how, how about a kiss for luck? Wish me luck, or something like that." And she kisses his helmet and tosses it out, and says, "Go get him, boss, or whatever." That's not in the movie. It's not in the movie, yeah, because he says, "You complete me." Yeah, and it jumps out. Yeah, but I'm wondering if that's going to be in the director's cut. Yeah, like, deleted it, scene. Deleted yeah, scene. it probably will, but I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, it's happened. You know, it happens sometimes with movies. They do these trailers, and that trailer only came out, I think, a couple months ago. But 
they'll put a scene in the trailer and it's not in the movie. And, and I don't know about you, but it, it, it kind of bothers me, especially since I thought that was a really cool scene. I just thought here he wants her to give her he wants her to give him a kiss and she kisses his helmet and tosses it out the back of the plane. I, I don't know. I just thought it was cool and a cute little scene and they didn't put it in the movie. And I could tell where that was supposed to happen. It was kind of early in the movie, I think, when he was going to the uh, to the expo, the big Stark expo. And for some reason, they just show him flying down there, but they don't really show that part. And uh, You always hear how they edit up to the very last minute before release on these I guess. Movies. Maybe, you know, they were there with scissors, the, you know, the day before or whatever. But uh, yeah. we also got to see a lot more this time. I thought of uh, the director guy, John Favreau. He, he uh, you know, he plays... Hap Hogan, Hap, yeah. Yeah, he plays, um, yeah, Tony Stark's, I guess, driver and kind of assistant or whatever, but... He pops up a lot more in this movie, I think, than he did in the first uh, the first one. But that was kind of fun, though, I thought. He has a fight scene with Black Widow that's just unbelievable. It's one of the best scenes in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hot, yeah, I was a little... I, I liked that scene a lot. I wanted to see more of her, you know, oh, in the movie. Oh, she ass, though. She was great in that. I loved that part. Yeah, so... Uh, but it's a good movie, you guys. Anyone else... Uh, is there anyone else on that has seen it, or are you guys all planning on seeing it in the theater? Are you going to wait for DVD, or, or what do you think for the for those that have, haven't seen it yet? Are you going to go sometime soon? I'm thinking I'm going to see it tonight, maybe, here at uh, the local theater, but otherwise, no. I think the, uh, you know, if, if you like the first one, if you've seen the first one and liked it, you'll like this. It's pretty much more more of the same, but still fun, and um, I, I, I like to see these in, at the theater at least. But that, that kind of brings up another little thing. I was just reading about this this morning, and I, I wanted to run it by you guys while you, I had you all here. There's, and this has been talked about here and, here and there for, the, for a little while now, the past couple of years. But it sounds like the talk is getting even more, more serious, that there is, there is a very likely potential thing that's going to be going on with movies sometime probably really soon that's basically going to... They're talking about allowing you to watch movies on almost opening day in your home via your cable box or your dish system or whatever you happen to be using for a, for some like kind of pay-per-view fee. And I wanted to get you guys what you thought about that idea. Would you would you like it? W- would you be willing to pay maybe even more to watch it at home than you would in a theater? What what do you what are your thoughts about it? Um anyone want to jump in or uh I'll got- jump in. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. What do you think about that? Like, say they were going to charge you, like, I don't know, most movies at night are about 10 bucks, 9 or $10. Let's say they were going to charge you, like, 15 to watch it at home. Would you do it? Uh, probably, because I live in Dunlake, and we only have one local theater, and most of the time it's pretty terrible quality when I go there. That's why I'm not sure if I'm going to go tonight or not. Oh, okay, because cause you just don't have a good place to uh, to watch. Okay. No, and even if it was available at a theater and I was, you know, in Portland or something, I might take it at home because, well, it's cheaper for one. Don't have to pay 20 bucks every <laughs> visit. Uh-huh. So. Any, any, anyone else, what do you guys think about this idea of, of, of getting a brand new movie in the comfort of your home rather than having to, having to go out? I, mean, I think it's unstoppable. Like it's it's definitely going to happen. The way the way that media is delivered to people is changing so fast right now that uh, you know if they they come up with a way to monetize it, they're going to take it. 
a media yeah, day show. Well, you can charge you, more on opening night, and people pay it on a regular basis. So they'll keep doing it. So, you think um, the movie I, theaters are going to be a little unhappy though about all that? I mean, they're of course, uh, <laughs> of course. The yeah. theater owners are going to get hosed, but um, you know, it, it'll probably there'll probably be fewer of the smaller type theaters that uh, King was talking about, and. Uh, uh, you just have the giant multiplexes that people still go to because they want to see things in 3D on giant screens. Well, it's like you said, Joby, when you just saw Iron Man 2, you know, there weren't that many people in the theater. I saw it a couple days ago, and it's only been out a week, uh, and there weren't that many people. It was a it was an afternoon show when I saw it, though. It was like right after work one day. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think they are, you know, they're losing potential money there, I mean, I guess. And, and if if they're only getting eight or ten people there, and you can watch it in in your house too, I you know how many people there then are going to be left? I'm a little bothered by theaters and how much they, especially in Illinois, how much they charge for like a matinee price here. It was it was where's my stub here? It's laying here on the desk. It was like seven dollars and seventy five cents for a four o'clock in the afternoon show, eight bucks almost to see it in a theater at four in the afternoon, which I think is crazy. I was in Michigan most of the time. At that time, I could pay five bucks for most of the, you know, and at night it would be like eight or nine, and I was fine with that. But I think they've priced themselves a little too high for daytime stuff. I, I don't, I don't know. Anyone else? What do you guys think about this idea of watching it in, in your house? Would you still go out to the theater? I well, now that I, the theater, though. now that I have high definition and a nice big screen, I would watch it at home. Gladly, I don't like going to the movie theater as much. I mean, unless it's a a real like Star Trek movie, then I'll go see it because I think that is you like gotta real, experience that. Yeah, like a, a big, big yeah, 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 yeah. And then I, mean, I'll go I think to the theaters need to change with the times if they're gonna if they're gonna be successful and they're gonna t- continue to be viable. You gotta offer new things, you know. Like the I like the idea of live concerts. They do that once in a while. They have. Uh, streaming live concerts at movie theaters and well, I think if, Brian, if, they, if Brian was here he'd say well that's you know they're going to make every movie in 3D so uh, you know it'll well, well they got to come well, up with things like that I mean 3D's drawing people to the theater hey, Iron, gotta, Iron Man wasn't in 3D right it's not even offered no, anywhere in 3D right no 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 yeah well so. remember remember Rico when they put out that special edition of Star Trek uh, the old the the old I always say the old series but I mean the original series the when they put pilot. that out in theaters, yeah, the, yeah. the first pilot, that was right. th- that was a really cool thing. And I think if if the theaters are going to really be you know profitable in the long run, especially with all this high def stuff coming out, they're going to have to they're going to have to change with the times, like Joby said, because it's I don't know, it's just it's a lot. You're you're plunking down a lot of money that you can pay you know twice that amount and get the DVD when it comes out, or if you could see it on opening day, that would be pretty cool. I'll tell you one thing that I saw that was really cool. I think I talked about this at one point on the forum or maybe on the podcast. A couple of years ago, it was about maybe two years ago now, Bruce Campbell, there was a small theater in Michigan in Royal Oak where they played this movie that he did. It was a really cool little movie that he did. I think it was called My Name is Bruce, where he sort of plays himself in this movie. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but he came to town. I mean, he's a Michigan guy anyway. He's from Michigan and he, he has a lot of roots there and, and doing some of his early movies. But he came to town and he gave a little sort of like a little question and answer uh, right after the movie played. And I thought that was really cool, little little event stuff like that. If you could get some celebrities to come in occasionally, 
I, I don't know if you'd be able to do that. I mean, obviously, they'd be limited and probably have to just go to some of the big cities around the country. But I'd love to see more stuff like that where you get to see the. I've seen some of them when I go to conventions and that, but your average person probably hasn't. And I, and I just found that pretty cool. And I mean, it cost a little bit more, but it wasn't that much more than the movie uh, price normally is. And uh, well, you know, the fun. theaters could they could do a really cool thing by if you to entice you to come to them by giving you like a discount coupon on the DVD that's coming out of the movie that they go to watch, or yeah, or, yeah, exactly, or offering in- incentive to go there because once you get there, I mean, the popcorn and stuff costs more than the movie, and and then the movies cost a lot. So it, I think, yeah, I think there's we're onto something here. Yeah, Maybe I mean, it, should, it, it's too expensive. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's really too expensive for your average person these days, especially with, you know, the economy and, and job situation and that. I mean, if you, you plunk down almost 10 bucks for the movie ticket and then another 10 or more dollars, 10 or 15 dollars if you want to eat something that they sell. And I know what they'll all say and what they always report is that they don't really make much money off the movie. They make it off the concession. And I'm like, OK, I understand. My son even worked a couple of summers in a movie theater. I, I, I know how that works. But. Can't you I just... think it, there's there's definitely ways for them to make money if they think outside the box. Like I think a subscription service to a theater, like if you can buy like a a, a quarterly pass or a half a year pass, you can go anytime yeah. you want. People would pay people would pay on a monthly basis for that kind of thing. I would That's love that. One. I would love that. I mean, I'd love to have, especially for the summertime. I'd love to have something that basically let me go see like like one new movie each week for a, a little bit of a discount if I paid for say, three months' worth of that in advance. You know what I right. mean? Right. There's yeah. lots of ways. And, and just increasing the benefits for people to come out. Like, it's, yeah, you have the privilege of paying 10 bucks for uh, popcorn and a soda, but, you know, there's other things that they could offer people to get them out of their homes, I think. I sneak food in. I, I'll admit it here on the podcast. I, 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 no, I You and ninety percent of people in the theater. It's usually just a box. <laughs> just usually a box of candy. Nothing like. I mean, I see people practically popping popcorn there in the aisle. Sometimes. I mean, they're opening their whole like microwave bag of popcorn <laughs> under their coat and all this stuff. But I usually That's just have hilarious. a little a little box of candy slipped in my pocket and my coat or something. But. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I you know, I can spend a dollar or two at the drugstore for it instead of five. You know, it's yeah. As long as they don't, I, I like to break out the door. George Foreman grill and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, have a tailgate burgers. <laughs> who had the burger? Who had the who had the medium medium uh, well burger with cheese? All right, you in aisle three. Okay, can you pass this down to them? Did, oh, I'm sorry. Did you want a pickle on? Okay, pass the pickles down. Okay, all right. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that's the thing is that you know people. I, I, I think there's always a place for this, this social experience of going to a theater and seeing a movie on a big screen with a bunch of people, especially a movie like Iron Man or other summer blockbusters, like they're experience movies. So you want to yeah. be there with people yeah. and reacting with everyone. I was a little but, sad I didn't go opening day because I like I liked those opening days with the big movies usually. So Yeah, and, but then I guess at the same time, it's like, you know, people have a lot of places where, where they can spend their money. And, you know, for me here in Toronto, you know, I it cost me 12 13 14 dollars to see a movie yeah and you can buy the dvd for that so i can see why people don't go you know why why they're you know put off a little right so if i go and i take my wife and we get food and blah blah blah, blah then you know instead of doing that we could go out for a nice dinner you know like so maybe, yeah. tw- maybe twice for a nice dinner <laughs> yeah yeah i i know i know what you mean and, and for me you know and i've always loved movies love going to the movies but i've i have definitely cut back on what I go to see at the theater, just put through, it's mostly a, co- a cost thing. It really comes down to that. I mean, I, I used to go see a lot more things, 
And now it comes down to maybe a handful of the biggies that I, I really like to see on the big screen with, you know, that experience, even having a good TV, uh, you know, an Iron Man 2, I really want to see, you know, on a big screen. Uh, well, that's it. I mean, I'm awful. I so the last thing I saw, I haven't seen Iron Man yet. I plan on it, but I'm also horribly lazy about going to the movies. And so before it, that, yeah. and the- I saw Avatar, and before that, I saw Star Trek. Like the, these are the times I've been to the theater. Yeah, that's me too. I I'm just so busy with everything else, and and the cost of it, I'd rather do something else, which is crazy. But you know, you know, I think that there's. Go ahead, Rich. You know, there's a, there's a, a couple of theaters that are around here where. They kind of take it from the dinner, dinner and a movie perspective, which I think I think more theaters ought to try to do. Where instead of it being a normal theater, the theater has tables and chairs, and oh, you can okay. sit and eat a more of a regular dinner. And so then you eat, and about three quarters of the of, of the time after your dinner is finished, then they show the movie. You know, and that's how it turns out to be a little bit cheaper than actually spending your, you know, fifteen dollars to go see the movie. It's a great, great idea. So, have you gone to do that, Richard? Have you had that? You've had that experience. You've actually gone and had like dinner and a movie in those theaters like that. Yeah, and the food's pretty. The food's pretty good. Now, do you You eat while the movie's going on, or is that like before the movie, or how does that work? They actually start the movie around the time you're going to eat dessert. Oh, okay. All right. So all the clinking of dishes and, and silverware and people moving around and stuff so that you're almost done with it and then they start it. Okay. All right. Exactly. can imagine like a crab feed or nachos and all this <laughs> crunching going on while you're watching the movie. The romantic parts. Crunch, crunch, gulp, and somebody burps. Tonight, That'd be hilarious. Yeah, tonight we're having crab legs with this you know, very quiet, like, you know, foreign film or something. Crunch, <laughs> crunch. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, at, at the beginning, please silence your crab legs, or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the yeah. way, by the way, I, I don't, I know this is off subject a little bit, but we tried that experiment. We heard, speaking of popcorn and movies and everything, we heard that you could pop popcorn with uh, putting, like, cell phones together and putting popcorn <laughs> in the I'm here to tell you, I'll put it on my video blog, it is not true. It does not oh. work. Yeah, you need you need a lot of energy to pop that. That, that. We had eight cell phones and they it did not work. Eight cell phones. <laughs> now we were called you talk- all at the same time. I was gonna say, were you talking on them because the, they they only seem to really get warm when you start talking for a while, not just in standby, you know. But oh, uh, I never thought about that. Well, we uh, the, there was a YouTube video going around that you could put you know surround some kernels of corn with the oh, you know pop yeah. things and then they pop the popcorn. They lied. Well, See, it's, I don't think I want to have a phone that gets so hot in my pocket that it pops popcorn. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> well, it's definitely uh, definitely changing. Uh, you know, the whole the movie theater going experience. I know there's a there's a new theater uh, opening in Michigan, and there's like a bowling alley there too. I mean, it's like you know, but uh, I don't think you bowl and watch the movie at the same time. Like, but it's just in, it's just in the same. Same facility. It's like, you know, here's the bowling alley over there, and the theater's over there. So you know, after the movie, oh. you know, there Man, was... I, I hate it when I can hear the other movie that's playing from the theater next door. <laughs> Imagine like a bowling alley with like strike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Well, hopefully they they know how to do some good soundproofing and stuff. Well, it might go well with like a movie like Strike Force, or uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, oh. The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, that's now awesome. That, see, now that's I, that's another thing I'd like to see movie theaters do. And they do this when I was going to that movie marathon for a few years, that charity thing. They uh, During the, the nighttime, they would show sort of like classic movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark, some of the Star Wars films, Monty Python on Holy Grail. I wish they would do more of those things, too, where, hey, here's the first Superman movie on the big screen. Like you said, Rick, with the Star Trek thing, bring occasionally back, especially when... The time of the year you don't have a lot really going on in the theater, like like yep. in winter time or in the fall when there's not a lot of really big releases. Hey, for this weekend we're going to show this classic film or something like that. Well, yeah, see, they no. do that. At, we have a local theater here that has been all um, restored and everything. It's an old old theater, and they they restored it. And they on Saturday nights during the summer will show blockbuster movies from the 70s and 80s ah okay yeah and it's awesome you know five bucks you get to go watch this awesome thing they they serve pop homemade popcorn with real butter and and you get to watch it in a classic theater and you know a lot of our kids have never seen the movies we watched on the big screen oh yeah exactly exactly so it's awesome you take your family and it's just so much fun to watch like i did with that back to the future too you know and a couple of other ones they've had it's just fabulous to see it on the big screen that's a great idea i wish more places would do that yeah i agree i and i think that's maybe we'll get more of that maybe we'll when they start to realize not everyone's running out to see the latest you know you know romantic comedy movie or whatever else they're putting out for hollywood you know some of the movies that that pretty much they're gone in like a day after they open so uh well the theater the theater near me where i saw uh, iron man last night they do any uh, i think it's sunday through thursday everything's half price so like even the new releases any movie there. It's five bucks to get oh, in. Oh, that's see, that's that's great to me. That that to me is just it makes sense. I mean, why? Sure. Yeah, you know, it, it it just they're going to make more money that way. I just guarantee they will overall. So uh, and this is like a nice theater, high quality screens and sound and everything. So oh, that's so cool. Good, yeah. good. Hey, let's. Uh, I want to cover a few other movies. Just sort of these are things obviously in the future that have not come out yet. Uh, this weekend we have Robin Hood, the one with. Uh, Russell Crowe teaming back up with Ridley Scott. It's not exactly sci-fi-ish, but you know there's some geek geekness quality there. I think with Ridley Scott and even Russell Crowe. This is what I was born. Your father was a visionary, and you are your father's son. The laws of this land enslave people to its king. I declare him to be an outlaw. Rise and rise again. Until lambs become lions. What does it mean? Never give up. Ready PG-13 starts May 14th. Are you guys interested to see that? I, I think the trailers look pretty fantastic. I mean, I think, you know, it looks like it would be a fun movie to see. Well, well I mean... That I find... it... Go ahead, Rick. Well, everybody. if you can crop... Yeah, everybody chimes in. We all wait and then... Yeah, throw it in there. okay. Anyway, I, I think that... Uh, Anytime you have, like, Gladiator and Robin Hood together, you're going to have success. And, and throw in a little bit of uh, Mel Gibson from, uh, from uh, what was Braveheart, the... Braveheart. 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 That's right there. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to have a good movie there. My, now, I personally wasn't really thrilled about it, but my son Andrew, who just turned 18, it was chomping at the bit. He said, Dad, we got to go see that movie. And I want to see Iron Man, too. And he wants to see Robin Hood. So I guess we'll see both. Yeah, yeah, though that's almost why during this time of the year I try to see him as quick as I can because, yeah, there is another one coming out like just the next week usually. But, yeah. Joe, what did you, did you have something there about Robin Hood? You were 
Yeah, well, I guess. You like, I guess... In, you like guys in tights? Is that it? Was that? I, I love guys <laughs> in tights. All right. <laughs> I'm getting a pair right now. Actually, Star Trek Connection: Patrick Stewart and Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yes. 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 Exactly. But but anyways, uh, no, just oh. really what I wanted to say about this was it kind of reminds me of the Mel Gibson in Braveheart and Mel Gibson in The Patriot or whatever. Right. It's kind of like. Like, oh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a good movie, but it's kind of like it's Russell Crowe and he's doing what he did in Gladiator, kind yeah. of. It's just, he's, he's you know. getting everyone riled up to fight off the evil, you know, dictatorship of the king and all that and everything. And, yeah, yeah, I know what you, you mean. vote for a king? Come yeah. and see the violence inherited in the system. I didn't vote for you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't vote for a king. Yeah. <laughs> Where's meds? We need meds. I know. Exactly. Get that right accent. No British guys here to keep us in line and and talk. Wait, I'm going to just say it right now. Doctor Who. Matt Smith. Weird hair. I'm just going to say it right there. Weird hair. Matt Smith's chin. His chin. But Amy Pond. We'll keep Amy Pond. But Matt Smith needs a haircut. So that's all I'm going to say. But I love the new show. So there. I really want to see it, but I I don't know how to get it uh, legally. Well, there, there are ways. There are ways, but uh, there are ways. You you don't have a uh, you don't have BBC America on, my, on your. I have. Okay. I, I have the I have the the I don't know what package we have, but it doesn't have BBC, and I'm ticked off about that because I'm uh, really, okay. hearing all this great stuff about the new Doctor yeah, Who. BBC and America is BBC America is airing it. They're a little. I think they're about a one episode behind or so versus what yeah, a week or two. Yeah, but um, but they are showing it. So uh, well, so, I'll yeah. look a little more seriously about it. You have to it do what those heard... people always say. They always say, "Call your cable company and ask for them to carry." You know, like it'll make any difference at all. Right. But who, who knows? It's like they'll carry it. You just got to pay for it. That's all. Well, yeah, the you next know? package on Dish Network has that on there. So you know, sometimes I guess as event... long as I have. It eventually sci-fi, will sometimes show up, yeah, and later on, like, sci-fi. Eventually they'll show up perhaps down the road. But, uh, right. but yeah, you, you need to uh, need to check that out sometime. But how do we spin off into that? Oh, Men in Tights, yes, okay. That's the thing right. about Robin Hood is that, uh, for me, when I think of Robin Hood, I think of basically three things. I think of Errol Flynn, um, the, the Disney film with the fox, and... Oh, yeah. and uh, uh, the Trek app, the TNG app. Men in Tights? Or, okay, yeah. No, the oh, TNG oh. episode. I am not a merry David. man. Yeah, the <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> right, right. So I'm, I'm not entirely confident that Russell Crowe is going to fit in there with that uh, iconic imagery in my well, mind. But I think Kevin Costner, so that's you know what I think when I think that. Oh, right, that one. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I kind of like that movie. I know people trash it to death. There's something about Kevin Costner movies that people seem to like to pick on a lot but i i just i don't know i kind of like that movie a little bit but um so now, yeah I, go ahead richard i they make a movie well, i just get real key about it's okay to have a little bit of artistic license i just get the sense that this movie is going to be way out there oh as far as like here's the real story of robin hood and this is what we're doing we're throwing all that away okay he is shooting a bow and that's about it everything else and that's about it yeah that kind of that always kind of bugs me it takes me out of the movie a little bit because i'm like well especially if it's a character or somebody that you 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 you've known like either you've read some books on it or you do know what this is all about and then they you know they get up there and they go nope that's not what we're doing and uh yeah i know what you mean it just uh it looks pretty neat, and Ridley Scott, of course, is uh, 
going to be working, I guess, on some new Alien movies at some point. That's what they're talking about. Some prequels or something. I don't know. Oh, I hadn't heard that. That's really exciting. Yeah. No, you hadn't yeah. heard that. I, I don't know. Is that... Do people know? Is that 100% official yet? I don't know if there's anything ever official until they start filming in Hollywood. But, yeah, the, the story that I heard was that there were, I think, possibly two Alien prequels, and it was supposed to... Part of the thing that got tossed around on the Internet that was that he was going to go into, like, that space jockey-type guy yeah. that you see in the first Alien. Yeah, so... But again, you know, <laughs> it's on the internet, so it must be true, right? Uh, you know. <laughs> That's it. The most recent info looks like from a quick Google seems like it's from May 29th, 2009. So, okay, all right. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I well, heard a. Um, go ahead. I heard a thing about it in a few months ago, basically saying that there's going to be one. It's going to be the space jockey. I think it's going to be one movie, and that's about it. I'd still like to see Sigourney Weaver be back in another Alien movie. I think she still could do it. I, I, I just, totally. I, I think, uh, I think it w- they could work something up there. She was good in Avatar. I liked her a lot in that. So, um, I'm that yeah, star quality. She's with A1 now, so I think that's done. <laughs> What's that, Richard? What? I said she's with A1 now. I don't know if she can come back. Well, <laughs> you know, it's it's sci-fi. You can do anything you want. You know, they keep the well, predators out of it. I'll I'll go see it. They have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. They have the well, image. I thought I thought it was fascinating the way that um, it, it, is his name Ridley? Is that the director's name? Yeah, Ridley Rid- Scott. Yeah, yeah, and he, he he did he write it too? Are you talking about which one now? The first Alien? Alien? Yeah. No, he yeah. he worked a little bit on the storyline. I think there was another guy that really did it. I think his name was Dan O'Bannon. I think is the guy. Really. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, Didn't yeah, Alan so Dean Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett? Yeah. Did Thank Alan you, Dean Joe Foster Mis- something with it? Who else, Joby? Alan Dean Foster. Didn't he? Did he maybe write a novelization? I or think something? he maybe just worked the novelization out. Yeah, if I recall right. But um, but anyway, Robin Hood. So that's playing. I think it's like two and a half hours long too. So it's a longer, a little bit of longer movie, is what I heard. Um, maybe I'll check it out this week. The next uh, next up, the one I was uh, thinking we could talk about a little bit, and there this one's been kind of they've been a little quiet on it. We just there was just a new trailer finally out or a trailer out which which surprised me since this movie's coming out on june 18th this is the one uh, jonah hex don't do this gerbils please daddy don't do this no! this mark will remind you of the man who took everything you had After that night, some say he was a changed man. That his spirit crossed over, giving him powers that can't be explained. Jonah Hicks. I'm Coleman. Thinking you might need a... Cut him down! You don't look so tough. Hey, Hex, what happened to your face? Cut myself shaving. What happened to yours? Always do lock when you finally show up. Jeez, woman, how many men you see today? Quentin Turnbull. Did you dare say that name to me? 
based on the uh, the comic book series. I think it's a uh, it's it a DC Vertigo series. Is that what it is? Is that right? Am I yes. wrong? Okay, so uh, this is basically a, a western. I guess you could call it a little bit. There's some sci-fi. I don't know the comic very well. So, Joby, do you have have you read this at all? This comic. Well, I know Jonah Hex goes way back. He's an old character. It, it, he 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 predates definitely Vertigo. But, okay. Um, the, 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 the current books are, are Vertigo. I don't know. Actually, I don't know that much about it. I haven't read too much of them, but I just remember he goes back to the 70s or 60s, I think. He's yeah. like an un, he, I think he's undead in some way. Like he's all, we're all scarred out or something. Yeah, he's like he's, he can't uh, be killed, perhaps. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, we feel... I'm sure people listening out there are probably yelling at the podcast right sure. now, but he looks like he gets disfigured his family from the trailer this is all based on the trailer it's josh brolin is playing jonah hex his family looks like they're killed this is again from what i saw in the trailer and then of course that turns into let's get the guy who killed my family thing sort of and of course well, Ma- the, megan fox is in it too of course oh, yeah well and, and, and maybe more interestingly john malkovich Yes, he's like the bad guy who just I, he, the way he just talks just kills me sometimes. He just, his voice is just like bizarre. It just it just is. Uh, but he's a good. He's bad always guy. been great in the blockbusters ever since I think the first real big budget movie was in the Line of Fire with Clint Eastwood, right? And then he's he's been in a he few did of that. them. Too. He was in that Con Air, wasn't he in that one with Nicolas Cage? Right. And uh, right. was he in great. Con Air? Wow. Oh yeah. 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 He he's was the main villain. <laughs> Yeah, he was the bad guy. So, uh, so he's yeah. So this comes out in June. It's sort of a western thing, and I, you know, I have a sort of a soft spot for westerns. So I, I'm going to check it out. It, me too. Me too. When's the last western, the big budget westerns, even come out? Like it's very exciting. I I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to. Think. Yeah, wasn't it Jesse James or uh, Three Ten to Yuma? Both of those. Right. Yeah, are about a couple of years now since those. I yes, thought it was or, Serenity. Or, I, yeah, I was I was thinking <laughs> Serenity too. <Yeah. laughs> Y'all got on this boat for a reason. Now I'm going to move over to Castle and do that show for a while, okay? That's a yeah. fine show, though. Castle yeah. Rocks. Okay, I'm just going to say it out there. Matt Smith needs a haircut still, but Castle Rocks, all right? <laughs> okay. um, but, yeah, Jonah Hex, anyone else got any thoughts on that? Have you guys seen the trailer? You know, it's, uh, I don't know, Megan Fox is just like, okay, she's all right to look at, but, man, that voice and her acting, I just, it just kind of just, Turns my and then you have Scarlett Johansson and, and Iron Man who just she can actually act and she can do some action. I don't know. I just did you see Jennifer's body. I yeah. did actually finally see that. Oh, <laughs> oh God! I'm gonna have to wait till that's on Cinemax. <laughs> I, I would say her best performance though. I mean, she was pretty good in that. She was better. I mean, she had a lot more to do in that than like Transformers or something. But but still, right. it's just she sounds like a little wind-up doll when she speaks. I, I just can't handle her voice. I, I can't even really understand if that's really the way she talks or if I don't know. I just she just is. I don't know. <laughs> um, but that probably won't stop me from seeing Jonah Hex anyway. I'll still see it, but. Uh... The next, uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about. This one's been having trailers for a really long time. From M Night Shyamalan or whatever, however you say it's done. M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. This is the last Airbender. A force of darkness is upon us. You are the only one who can stand against them. Choose your destiny. 
and in turn decide our fate. It has begun. The Last Airbender. This film is not yet rated. Starts July. This is the one with the uh, that was is based on you know it was a long running anime series I guess and probably manga books and things. Don't and call it, it Avatar. Yeah, not not Avatar. No, we wouldn't want to do that. But yeah, they had to call it the last <laughs> Avatar. Avatar. That's hilarious. But this this is the movie where there's this you know Asian uh, last Airbender guy. He can control all the elements, and there's this big war between all these different factions you know the fire guys and the water guys and all that again something i don't know and haven't really seen a lot of the other stuff uh that has gone on with this but the movie looks amazing i i think uh you know these days with cgi it's like anything they can almost imagine they can seem to make in a movie which is which is kind of cool so uh what do you guys think about the last airbender you think that's going to be successful is there going to be a twist at the end of it with since uh mr uh M. Knight is working on this. What a twist. It'll turn into yeah. a comic book. What's a twist? <laughs> what do you guys I've think? Seen that, I've seen the animated series, so it's going to be interesting to see how it holds up. I've watched the trailers, and so far they're looking good. I know this is one Kenny has been pretty excited for. Kenny on the forum, is he's always posting up some stuff about it. I know he seems to be looking forward to it a lot. Um, Kenny is having to, you know work on the guild season four today so he couldn't be with us hi kenny oh, hi kenny <laughs> say, say hi to felicia, felicia for, for us, us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my number felicia is oh wait a minute i'm married that's right okay <laughs> Watch it, yeah. uh but anyway yeah the last airbender comes out fourth uh, of july weekend uh july 2nd i guess for me, the interesting thing about this is this movie. I think th- there's been so much talk about this movie for so long that when Avatar first was announced and everything was gearing up about that, I thought that this was that was going to be that was that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it. I think this one almost got delayed. I think there was a. Uh, I think it was going to come out earlier. Hey Warren, are you getting a lot of noise there in the background? Uh, not anymore. Is there somebody? Like someone's vacuuming. There? Yeah, somebody's mowing the lawn around you or something. Maybe, but... I thought they were in a construction I don't think that's site. Me. No. <laughs> okay. Is it better. That's a little better. Yeah, that's a little better. Okay. Um, yeah. So this, this, yeah, they have been showing uh, trailers and things for this movie for a long time. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Sometimes I get a little worried when it takes that long for a movie to come out and. Uh, you know, maybe I think probably wrong. everybody's pretty worried about uh, Knight's next movie. He's kind of had he's had a run of uh, bad luck with his films. Yeah, he's which is kind of you know that you know he's had the classic thing happen where he had such a huge hit with the, the Sixth Sense, you know, and then after that it's kind of like okay, what are you going to do next, buddy? And I've watched. Well, I, think, pretty I, much I got it. That 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 just I gotta put a shout out to Unbreakable. That movie doesn't get the credit it deserves. I agree. That's it's a good. That's a, yeah. That's a awesome movie actually i kind of kind of like the what was the name of it the one with the 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 hotel and the girl in the water was that what it's called lady in the water something like that. yeah with paul Paul giamatti yeah i like that movie i thought that movie was okay i was okay with that and uh, i thought it was different and and it had a little different quality it got destroyed by the critics it got destroyed yeah i know well i'll tell you there's a couple of his that i haven't really liked at all i didn't like uh the 
the village didn't like that and uh the other one the one with the marky mark guy what's his name mark Wahlberg. what was that one called you know uh, what i'm talking about where yeah the happening oh god that movie they, nothing happened in that movie it shouldn't have been called <laughs> happening. it wasn't happening it yeah. should have been called nothing <laughs> happens nothing happens yeah, the first three were quite good. Signs, signs was excellent. Some some really great scenes in Signs, um, but Unbreakable. Yeah. I think. I mean, The Sixth Sense is is terrific, obviously, and I think Unbreakable. If you haven't seen it, definitely see it right away. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how this turns out. I hope it turns things around for him. It looks like he went a little bit more. You'd call it maybe mainstream. I mean, I, this is obviously not a movie from his own imagination as much as some of those other ones were. I think this well, is something. Well, the first he hasn't written, right? He's he's just directing it, correct? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I don't know if he worked, you know, at, at all on the script. Uh, you know, you'd have to look at the credits. But they, uh, yeah, this is basically based on other people's material, obviously. So kind of, kind of like Kevin Smith. He just his last movie was just the first movie that he released that uh, wasn't written by him that he just directed. So yeah, exactly. He tends to work on his own material, right? So. Um... Uh, next up, the thing, uh, next one that I had on my list, I just have a couple more and then we can talk about a couple other things, uh, is this new Predators movie. This one's coming out on July 9th. What's the last thing you remember? All of a sudden there was a light and then I was falling. I was supposed to be executed two days ago. And I was in combat. So was I. Black Ops. Yakuza. We need to work as a team. Does this look like a team-orientated group of individuals to you? been a few trailers people seem to have mixed thoughts on this about whether they're you know this is going to be another alien versus predator not so good as the other stuff we've seen or or what i i, I think it kind of has some positives about it I, I like the fact uh the director i've liked his work before um why is his name escaping me he's uh, da, 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 da. I'll, I'll, joe mr google yes yes that's who it is the um joe mr google <laughs> I'm going to call him Mr. Google. He's fast with the Google. He's fast with the Google. Um, he is. But, uh, Am I? So what do you guys think about Predators? Are you excited? you want to see it in the theater? Are you going to wait for DVD and, and for Rotten Tomatoes to give it its 10% or whatever rating and, and all? Or what do you guys 
what do you think about another Predator uh, type of movie? Uh, just real quick. Just real quick. I'm going to be AFK from the Skype call for a bit. I need to go tend to something, so I'll be right back. Okay, Tim. All right. Don't let the Predator get you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think Predator... What did you think, Warren? I think Predators is going to be um really bad story, but still good acting, because all the characters are really basic. I think the plot is around the thing from a Dexter's Laboratory episode, which is an old TV show in, like, 95 or something. Right. But I mean, uh, it scares me when somebody said an old TV show. Warren says it from 1995. Uh, <laughs> that's not an old TV show, no. Um, that's a 15-year-old yeah, okay. TV show. That's kind of old. I guess. I guess. But, you know, I, I, you know, I'll say something from Time Tunnel when Jedi Jeff does a Time Tunnel review. That's an old TV show. But Right. <laughs> Uh, are they anyway. going to put a uh, Are they going to put a computer generated Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? If they did that, I would go see it. <laughs> I think so. I mean, the first the first Predator movie is just a classic. I mean that that's one of those that I would do. Like you said, uh, Rick, with the theater showing the movies on Saturday night. Man, I'd I'd be calling up where that, I get a yeah. copy of Predator and show that on the big screen. I'd love to see that yeah. again. Do you, you know. do you remember the that first seeing that for the very first time? It was a Way cool movie. Scary, though. Gosh. It was cool. They were getting a little, sort of almost a little jaded or a, li- a little complacent. You know, I, I just wonder sometimes when you see these movies these days, you know, in 10 or 15 years, are we going to be like, oh, gosh, do you remember when we saw, you know, The Last Airbender or Jonah Hex? I don't know if we're going to be saying that. There's sort of, it, I, I don't know, There there's just something, there's something about these that, that, that don't really seem all that, like original or different you know what i mean i mean i know there's some sequels here but some of these are kind of new but it's just it it just comes out of nowhere and i think part of it is the internet a little bit you know you see trailers for a long time they practically show you like a lot of the movie yeah and then you finally see it and it's kind of like eh, yeah it was okay yeah you know whatever where it used to be i had to read maybe an article in in a starlog magazine and you know, and then when you finally saw it in the movie theater, it was so fresh. I think that's part of it, maybe. Um, I think this is going to be the summer of smaller movies. Like there's some there's some stuff coming out this summer that I'm real excited to see, but they're not the huge blockbusters. They're not the big sequels, and I think that's a good trend. Anything in particular, Joe? Be something you talking about? Anything sci-fi related or other stuff? Yeah, or, totally. Yeah. Uh, which one? In, in July July sixteenth. Uh, Christopher In- Nolan's next Inception, movie. Inception, right. But you, yeah. would you call that a smaller movie? I would call it a smaller one. I know what well, you I, mean. I guess, right, you're, you're right, you're right, of course, but it's not a, a big budget sequel. You know, not, it's, it's, not, not, it's not a franchise movie. It's not a Transformers. It's not exactly. a, you know, one of those. Actually, I have exactly. it written down. That was that was the very next one on my list. The, uh, the Christopher Nolan Inception, the one about dreams and, and with the very weird imagery. There was a trailer, actually, for that um, in front of Iron Man a new trailer that I hadn't seen before that showed a little bit more about it and we only use a fraction of our brain's true potential now in a dream our mind can do almost anything it's called inception and I can access your mind through your dreams you're not prepared for this Inception, ready PG-13, in theaters and IMAX, July 16th. It, it looks very interesting. It's got uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, 
who I think is is turning out to be really a great actor. I I just yeah. really, I like him in just about everything he does. So it's funny because it's true. You know, it's yeah. Back I in mean, the day, you know, when when he originally was was doing stuff, you were kind of like, oh, he's just one of those pretty boy actors that can't yeah, act. But now, just, what? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he's he's smart. I think that the biggest thing for him, I think he's he's put himself and worked with people that know what they're doing when they make movies. That yeah, it doesn't hurt to good, have Martin Scorsese in your corner. Right, that are good yeah. good people that know how to make movies. He hasn't been doing just junk and and you know, I think that's that is that's what's really helped him. He, I mean, he's a good actor too, but I think he's picked really good projects and things that are a little different here and there. So uh so yeah, that that movie looks incredible like kind of a nice mind-bending, you know, trip and uh Christopher well, Nolan what? of course did Batman uh the Batman movie, so He's, he's done pretty well for himself. He's got some cred. Yeah, he's got one, some... One of my favorite movies from uh, from the early days of sci-fi, well, from my youth, is Dreamscape with Dennis Quaid and... Uh, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, remember I, that? That's what yeah. this... This immediately made me think of that. I mean, I love that movie. And uh, this is this is like an updated kind of version of that story where you're going into people's dreams. Like, I can't, I can't wait for that. Yeah, it looks it looks really cool, and uh, and then the the rest of the summer, I noticed in August it kind of tails off. There wasn't a whole lot. There's there's that movie with all the old action stars trying to go one more time uh, with <laughs> Sylvester. Speak English. With Sylvester Stallone, what's that called? The it's not the Expendables. Ex- is it Expendables? Yeah. Right. I was getting it confused with that other one that was just out. What's the name of the one that has what's her name Uhura from the new, the new Uhura in it? Uh, uh, what's the it losers? called? Yeah. yeah, the losers. I don't know why. It was just because it looks like another team of of guys that are you know in, you know doing whatever they're doing and just like. The, well, I, uh, I think some big names dropped out of that. So there were some other people that were supposed to be in it that aren't now that would have made it I think a bigger deal. Yeah, Perhaps. I'll tell you that the sort of sort of uh, one one that I I I have to say I, I'm not really all that thrilled to admit that i'm looking forward to but every time i keep seeing the, the trailers and commercials for it i get more like excited for some reason is the a-team movie i don't know what it is but that movie looks like it well it, it could go either way that movie could be bad but i i, I hope it's just fun and uh i i think it could be uh could be a good movie i bet no, it, i mean that's a, a it's a movie i want to see that 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 movie i'm predicting now will make a lot I, I just I think it's got the right cast of characters, the right actors in there that's going to pull people from everywhere, and they're going that when when that opens they're going to look at the you know list of movies that are playing and everyone kind of seems to know the A team, and I think it's going to make a lot of money. So, but see, I think something like the A team is a good is a good source to make a movie from because honestly, based on the A team, you're not you don't really have a ton to live up to. It was an awesome show, but it was dumb. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely right, and and I think they're you know they're. They're gonna. They look like they're picking out the right stuff to to put into the movie from it. So, uh, oh, there's one I missed. I was kind of going in chronological, a little bit of order, but it's coming out Memorial Day weekend. Prince of Persia. It's time. All will be lost. Our world could end unless an ancient treasure can be found. The dagger turns back time. There are those who would use it to destroy the world. We'll get it back. That's all you got? Give me the dagger! That's impossible. Difficult, not impossible. 
Prince of Persia. Rated PG-13. I wanted to talk about that, and then that'll kind of wrap up our, our, our movie talk, unless there's another one, anyone. This one, I think, is going to be like kind of like that Clash of the Titans. I'm worried that this movie is just going to be one big you know, video game effects sequence, and that there's not going to be a whole lot there besides that. What what are anyone else think? Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal, Donnie Darko, buffed up. So, uh, do you guys think is this something you're excited about? I know we have some video game guys here. It looks horrible. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be like you know, it's gonna be like Doom or or whatever. It's it's gonna it's a video oh, game. Oh, Doom with the Rock. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. He probably but actually, a funny thing that we saw we saw the trailer on TV. I was watching TV with with Fran, and uh, she's like, "Oh, you know that looks all right." And so I, I had my iPhone with me, so I went on YouTube and I pulled up gameplay from the first Prince of Persia from like Broder Button Software or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, it's based on this." And she's like, "What is that?" <laughs> oh, she thought she thought Prince of Persia looked good to see. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were saying that or or Doom. She thought Doom looked good. No, 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 Prince of Persia. She's like, "Oh, this could be good." I, I, and yeah, it was just kind of my joke. That's I'm like, just it's based Jake Gyllenhaal with his shirt off in the preview. Wasn't that it? That's probably... Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's not a Yui Ball movie, you know? He's the guy that... Whatever happened to good old Yui? He just... He, he hasn't done one in a while. I think he was getting so much flack. I don't know. He just kind of slid away for a while. He'll probably come back at some point. Uh, too busy doing peer-to-peer people. Oh, is that it? Is that it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, I mean, was there anything else that you guys are... Anything else... You know, kind of geeky, sci-fi, fantasy, whatever, for the summer that you've heard about that you're looking forward to. I tried to pick some of the highlights. I thought, um, again, I, I think, in a way, I think there's a couple of good ones in here, and probably maybe one or two that we're not sure of yet. But I, I'm a little, I don't know. I don't think uh, this summer is looking a little less than some summers have. I mean, last year we had Star Trek, I guess, and that and that really just, I mean, set the stage to me for the summer, but. And oh, we had Star Trek, we had Transformers. Was G.I. Joe last year or was it the year before? G.I. Joe was last year, too, even though that movie was kind of schlocky, but there was sort of a big... It was fun. It was fun to watch. And, uh, yeah, well, we we also had... Was Wolverine just last summer, even though I didn't think that was all that great? Was that just last summer? That might have been two years ago, really. Was that two now? Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. There's just something of something here this this year. We'll see. We'll see how it all works out. June fourth. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. There's a, something else I'm looking forward to. June fourth is uh, Splice. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Anything about yeah. that? That, yeah, that, that movie cool. looks pretty wild. That's the one about you know basically splicing some uh, human DNA with some animals and things like that. And then, of course, creature gets out and runs amok. It looks like from the previews. Um, well, yeah, it reminded name? me a little bit of Species. Yeah, Adrian you know Brody. Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah. He's he, great. He's all, He's also in uh, the Predators movie. He's one of the soldier guys in that, so he'll be all over the place this summer. But yeah, that movie looks kind of interesting. Actually, there's another one. It's not really sci-fi or fantasy, but that Killers movie is coming out with um, Ashton, what's his name? Kucher, Kucher, camera guy. And uh, that looks kind of fun. And then actually the... Tom Cruise has got this sort of spy type movie. What's that one called coming out? Oh, is that the one? Yeah, Night and Day. Yeah, which has only been... uh, They haven't really been pushing that one a whole lot. I did see another preview for it the other day. But uh, so... um, All right, well, that's good. That's plenty of stuff. We've got uh, probably plenty for the podcast and all. 
but the last thing I thought we could talk about, since we found out earlier that a couple of you guys got have iPads, and uh, so you guys need to, in, in in just a short, like few sentences, talk all of us and everyone listening into going out and buying an iPad. Okay, so Joby, what's the first thing? What's the what, what's the what's the stuff that would say you need to get one of these? What do you think? Well, I think if I've learned anything from the conversations that the epic thread on the Trex and Sci-Fi forums is that there's no way I'm going to convince people their minds are made up about this thing. I think they've been made up since before it was released, actually. True. But, You're um, probably right, yeah. All I can say is I love it. Now, I didn't have to spend my own money on it. I think I said that it was a gift, so... Uh, I don't would think you I though, would. if you, if you like, say you had it for a day or two, would you have gone out and bought one with your own money? Well, I'll tell you, if the one I have now breaks tomorrow, I would have a really hard time not going out and buying one to replace it because ah, okay. I absolutely love it. Like, now, what do you find? I, what What do you find that like the most like the the top like two or three things you're doing with it? What What are the top that that you find better to do on that than another type of device. What do you, what well, do you easily easily what I'm doing most is watching movies. You okay. know, either 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 uh, Netflix, which uh, I just joined because I got this. Device. And they stream and, right to that with an app or whatever, right? That you yes. can just stream right to that with any of their any of their typical uh, anything they have on their site that allows you to stream instead of renting. You know. Exactly, and there's a lot. Uh, there's lots available. Right, lots of TV they, shows, lots of movies, right. They seem to change it up pretty frequently. Like, you get dates when stuff is being taken down, and there's always a new arrival. So there's a good, that, I mean, and and so far, the quality has been fantastic. I mean, obviously, the best thing about the iPad is its screen. Its display is gorgeous, just gorgeous. And uh, movies look great. They're not high def, but they look fantastic anyway. And I haven't noticed any kind of, now I use Wi-Fi, uh, I don't have the 3G version, uh-huh. so I'm streaming over my Wi-Fi connection, which is usually pretty good. And I haven't had any kind of buffering. The movies play straight through; hasn't paused or stuttered or. Hey, speaking crashed. of that, for the tech guys here, for the tech guys, and I'm not up on this, but if I'm you're in, if you're in your house, like, and you've got access to a fast, fairly quick, like N whatever it's called, 802N Wi-Fi source. And you also have a 3G iPad. Which which one is faster? Well, it depends on your internet connection that the N router would be connected to. But okay, well, let's more, say a good connection, a really good more connection. likely than not, your 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 internet connection is better. Over than the Wi-Fi 3G. will be substantially better than the 3G. Yeah, it's kind of what I thought. Okay, I just just wanted to make sure about that or whatever. Okay, so wireless is much better. If you if, as long as you're obviously like you said, Joe, that you you have a good cable connection to begin with. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're on dial-up or whatever, then, well, right. you're probably better off on the 3G. But, yeah, I mean, when I'm at home, my iPhone hops on to the Wi-Fi, and, you know, it, it's faster. Yeah. No so discipline. what else, Joby, about that besides the movies? is uh, Well, at, you know, not only Netflix, but I've also been, thanks to, to Billy Bob, too, I get the opportunity to thank you directly for, uh, oh, you're welcome. for uh, turning me on to iPod Me. iPod Me is a converting program that you can use to take movies. I guess your DVDs that you've uh, uh, that you bought, you can rip into MP4 format and put them right on your uh, oh, okay. uh, iPad. And, so uh, you pop a DVD in your regular computer, you convert it, and then you move that file over to your uh, your iPad, basically. Right, and watch it on the go, basically. How long are you? Uh, how long does it normally take with you to 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 convert, like say, a typical 
move. Well, move. that's what I love about iPod Me is it, it's real. There's all these settings that you can tweak, and you can lower the quality of the picture uh, a tad to get a faster burn. Oh, so there so, are okay. uh, different settings. It's like a turbo turbo setting. So like I, I can convert a whole movie. Probably I mean it takes about 25 minutes maybe for a 90 okay. minute movie. 20 minutes, not not too bad. But you can, found, cue, you can cue them up, so you can like do multiple ones at a time and just set it overnight or whatever, and then in the morning they're they're done. Yeah. Okay. And uh, found, so, uh, go oh, ahead, Tim. Tim. Uh, oh, I was just going to say I found an interesting app for the iPhone, iPod Touch, or even the iPad. I believe it's on. It's called Air Video. So if you have any of those really weird formats or rich formats like MKV or uh, what's the high one H two six four. So it'll Maybe. convert those to something that the to an MP4 that the uh, iPad or iPhone will well, recognize. Well, and it streams it from your computer, I think, right? Yeah, it streams it from your computer, and I tested it. Oh, okay. You can, if you know the number which you which you find on your computer, you can access it from another house or whatever, and or even from uh, a Starbucks if you feel the need. And you can stream your own stuff, or you can convert it on the go. And, I thought you were uh, limited to the. I thought you were still limited to uh, the formats that the iPad can play. No, it will convert it to a format that the iPad can play, or the oh, I, wow. iPhone, or whatever. And you can convert it on the go. Um, if you, it also streams on the go, but depending on your connection, it will, of course, adjust the quality to match it. Okay. Well, that's will it stream be, over three G or? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it'll do. Well, that's welcome actually a good to the question. I've never tried on a three G, but I'm assuming it can. Huh. That's, Maybe. That's pretty. Uh, what do you? Uh, what file size do you end up with usually, Joby? When you like take a typical DVD and and convert it down for your I- iPad, uh, what what size file is it usually? Well, it obviously depends on what the source file is. Right, I know. I'm just saying, on file. average, what have you found that works about pretty good for quality in that? So, you know, is it, you know? Uh, I've been doing I've been doing hour long uh, TV episodes, uh, so uh, I think each one's been about uh, 150, 175 megs. They're small. They're, oh, okay. They're small. All right, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Then, and I think. Uh, did Richard drop out of the call? Because he is our other iPad. He was actually uh, using his iPad to call into the Skype call today, but I don't see him on with us. Did he? Let me see. Maybe he got dropped, and I'll have to add him back in. Well, I, while while you're looking for him, I can say that the other thing I've been doing on the iPad that it's just it it blows my mind how good it is for this is reading comics. Like there's the Marvel Comics app that you can download, and they sell new comics and older comics all at. Uh, Standard price is a dollar ninety nine a pop, which is just a great, I think, a great value. Yeah, I would, it, I would really be tempted by that part of it. Do they? How much of their new stuff are they offering right now, Joby? Like, how much of their? You know, they put out a lot of titles every week, every month. Marvel does. How many of those a, are available? Do it's you a think? mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. I'd say there's it's an equal amount of old and new stuff. But I, I, I've been mostly uh, downloading my own digital comics collection that I have. Uh-huh. Already using uh, an app other than the Marvel app, and now I mean, is, D- is DC doing that yet or not? Have they joined that nope. party? No, they're not. Huh? Okay. They announced that they are working on it. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, 
that's another thing. Just like we were talking earlier about, you know, a subscription or some kind of a deal with the movie theaters. You know, I'll yeah. go see a movie, everything. I I would just, I'd be out buying to Best Buy right now to buy an iPad if I knew like Marvel Comics would say. Well, they like, already have that. They like do have a digital, digital fifty bucks. Yeah, but it doesn't give you access to their. I'm talking about their their you know new Spider-Man that comes out every week. Their new X-Men, blah blah blah. That's not part of it. I don't believe that they have uh, that. I'm not sure, yeah. Because I think Probably that not. what they I mean, did, they, Joe, they still want people to... to well, that's, to the, their... that's the little bit of the hitch, right? They still want people to run over to their local comic store. And, I, you know, hey, I want to support those guys, too. But, I, you know, both from a, an ease of use and cost factor, I mean, 3 to $4 for a new comic. I mean, we could get into a whole conversation about that. But, but I, I, I don't know. I would just like the opportunity to have perhaps, let's say... Oh, maybe let's say there are 10 or 12 Marvel comics I like to read each month. Maybe three of those I'd like to get the paper version. You know, I'll go to the comic store and buy them, but maybe there's a few others, the rest of them mostly. I just want to read it, keep up with the story, and I'll get the digital version. Because I I know, because I've, you know, haunted comic shops a long time, that what's happened over the years is that people have slowly cut back on what they're reading and what they're buying each week because of the cost factor. So what they'll, you know, somebody who used to buy maybe, let's say, 10 new comics every week, now he's only buying five, for example. But those other five things he'd love to keep up with, and maybe he would do it for a sh- smaller fee, something like that. I, I just think they're missing, just like movie theaters, I think they're missing some money and, and also to keep people in comics to begin with. Because once you stop reading them for a while, once you stop for, you know, a few months, a year or whatever, you're kind of gone probably, you know, from it to a degree. You might come back maybe, but... It, well, they should take advantage of this tech for sure because it, the, the experience is phenomenal. Like you can go frame by frame, just or panel by panel, or you can do full page views. And yeah, it's there's also enough. there's also a ton of the country, not just the United States, but other countries too. There's a ton of area where there is not a local comic store within a reasonable distance that you can pick them up at. So again, another reason to have a digital. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm going to go buy one right now. <laughs> Seriously, uh, I, I, I am. Very, I have to carry. Uh, I carry a sponge, a sponge around with me just to soak up all the drool when I see them. Yeah. Now, is it? Is it? Do you ever get worried with that whole nice, clean, shiny little face on it that it's going to get all bashed up, scratched, mangled, whatever? I mean, does that does that bother you? I mean, I could see with like an iPod Touch or an iPhone, it's a fairly small little area that. But it, it, you know, it just looks like there's such a potential for like the cat jumping on it or something like that. I well, let me tell you, if you can't invest in Apple, then invest in those companies that make those little electronics cloths, because uh, yeah, you're going to be using that a lot. You get fingerprints and smudges, and they show up immediately. Right now, do you just keep it? Do you keep it out like by itself, or do you have like a case of any kind for it, or what? What is it? Do you, did you bother with anything like a case yet? Oh yeah, for sure. I got the I got the Apple case. That's it's kind of rubberized, so it helps uh, you know prop it up places if you want if you're trying to watch something. Oh okay, all right. And now, do you do you it, like it the Apple case? Because I because I heard that it it's like a dust magnet or something to that, and people are liking third party cases a lot better. Uh, I haven't seen any of the third party cases, so all I have to to tell you is that. Uh, I like the Apple case. It doesn't. The dust doesn't bother me. It doesn't protect the screen. There's nothing covering the screen at all. Uh, uh, I, I'm hoping they come out with an anti-glare uh, film or something of that size because uh, you can't really take it outside. Like if you want to, if you, if it's like looking into a mirror, 
is it? it yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. if you were out somewhere and you wanted to show people, hey, look at my cool thing, or here's a picture of the kids here or whatever on it, that would be kind of hard in bright sun. Yeah. yeah, they'll be looking at themselves. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like you're showing hey, them a picture. The kid, your kids look just like me. Whoa, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> all right. But, I mean, I, they have those for my – I have one on my uh, iPhone, and it works great. It, you know, it takes, it takes a good part of the glare off the screen. So they just need to make one bigger size. I, I don't think I've seen that they have those yet. Yeah. I'm sure that ex- whole accessory market is going to develop over time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's almost ready to go. In fact, it's probably out there. Now, the only last thing I was going to ask you, because it came up on the forum a little bit recently, but have you taken the plunge and tried to actually read some type of a book, not a comic on there yet? Because I, I know K-Trek was having some issues with the with the way the text looked and all, and I don't know, when I was at the store, at least, in the few minutes I could play with that, it, it did. I didn't seem to think it looked any different than a computer screen, which did, doesn't really bother me to read. Well, he was talking about pixelization or something yeah, like that, too. Yeah, that he can actually I, I see individually. I haven't, noticed, I haven't noticed anything about the display that I would complain about at all. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I haven't gotten headaches. I mean, I mean, you hear that. You say people, uh, people experience headaches when, when looking at backlit screens for long periods of time, especially in dark rooms. Sure. But yeah. it doesn't bother me. I mean, I guess everybody, everybody uh, is different, so. Yeah, I think there's... Uh, yeah, I read, I read the Winnie the Pooh book that, that comes with it it's a free download okay and uh, i've read that with my kids a couple times and it's uh it's great it's a great experience i think i mean it's not going to replace you know having a full-blown laptop or whatever and all that yeah well not not laptop i was thinking along lines of novel you know book in your hands you know the weight of the book the smell of the paper the just the feel and the and the and you don't get the pride of ownership from a digital copy that you do from having a library in your house obviously so I think it's it's not going to replace that for people, but it's still a great experience. Now, do, do they have a direct line to buying like eBooks yet, or is there an app on yes. there? Okay, so right through the iTunes Store, it's, you do it through their app, the iBooks app, um, and you can also access the Kindle Store through Kindle has an app. So you have the whole Amazon Store. At your fingertips. Oh, I mean, so basically any, so, anything you want, anything you want, you so can. So you you can buy a Kindle ebook and and read it on your your iPad. Yes. Oh, wow. So there, there, there's basically. there's a Kindle app. Like I have the Kindle app on my iPhone. So Steve, what's his name? Uh, the the two isn't it a Steve also at who runs Amazon and we've got Steve Jobs. Those guys, both Steves, they're they're in bed together. I didn't realize that. I, doesn't that kind of hurt their Kindle thing a little bit? They're, I guess they didn't have much choice, really. I mean, they well, look, anybody anybody sell. that sits. I think they, they probably figure that anybody that looks at an iPad next to a Kindle is going to immediately reach for the iPad. You know, I mean, it's just 100 times better looking than the Kindle. So well, it's also got a lot more that you can do. I mean, if you're strictly just a guy who wants to read books, that's all you really want to do with it, with whatever you're going to buy, then I could see yeah, the Kindle would be just fine. But if you want somebody that, you know, that maybe wants to do a lot of other things too, then, you know, yeah, obviously... There's not and they I think sold, I, I they think... sold millions of these things already. Like Kindle, you know, Amazon sure. surely wants to take uh, advantage of that marketplace. You know, yeah. that's the thing. I think at the end of the day, Amazon doesn't make much money on the Kindle hardware. It's the the books from the bookstore. Sure. It's the razor. Sure. They make all their that's, razor that's and the razor blade thing, or right. Whatever. Hey guys, I I need to step out. So uh, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up time. anyway here, thanks, Rick. Thanks, so. thanks for everything. You guys rock. 
It was a lot of fun. Bye, Rick. Go back and make some songs for us, okay? I'm going, to go, I'm, I'm, I'm going to edit the rest of the, the story that Jen wrote. Uh, comes out, to, well, tomorrow. Yeah. Looking forward tomorrow. to that one, too. Yeah, it'll be fun. Cool. All right. Thanks for joining. See you later, guys. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up because we're, we're running pretty long here anyway, and we've got other things for our days, I'm sure, to do. But, uh, hey, I want to thank all you guys for joining me today and joining everyone here on Treks and Sci-Fi. It's been great. Uh, thank think, you, Rico. I had a yeah, great time. I'm glad you joined us, Joby. It's uh, really interesting to hear about that iPad. Now I'm just going to curse you when we're done. So, you know. <laughs> it, I'll just get one. Yeah. Just get one. I'll tell you the biggest thing that's keeping me away from it is just the the whole like oh in six months they're going to have a bigger better one out that that's probably it and that, you know that's true with any any piece of yeah, you're never you're never going to win on that nope I'm not I'm not I just sell it on Craigslist and get a new one if I just had a crystal ball like if I knew that it was going to be a year before we were going to see a new version of it I'd probably go buy one now but if I thought that within maybe six to seven maybe ish months that we were going to see another one. Then then it becomes like, ugh, you know. No, I think I think you got at least a year, Rico. You really think so? Sure. Think so? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm gonna hold oh, yeah. you to that. You pay me back, okay? <laughs> All right. You heard it here first. All right. Well, thanks, thanks, you guys. Everyone, say goodbye, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get this up tomorrow uh, on Treks and Sci-Fi. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. See you later. See you guys. I'm gonna... You've been listening to the weekly podcast Treks in Sci-Fi with Rico Dosti. For more information, visit treksinsci-fi.com. Join the forums at treksinsci-fi.com slash forum. Dr. Beverly Crusher, I would appreciate an explanation. Yes, you should. Do you have a comment, a suggestion, or a question? Email Rico today at treksf at gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. And what do you think that tells me about your character? Treks in Sci-Fi, the weekly podcast with geeky goodness and entertainment news. Copyright 2010. All rights reserved. I can assure you that I'm not given to casual relationships. Yes, you should. Bye.